0: Now is the season where God is moving his people in into the front line. I want to direct your attention. I know we've got a little bit of technical difficulties. I want you to go with me in the word of the Lord. I want you to pull your Bibles up on your phones. Will you go with me to the book of Numbers? The book of Numbers chapter 16. The book of Numbers chapter 16. I know we normally have it up on the screens here, um, but God is good. Amen. We've we uh, we 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 got some technical difficulties, but God, you are still amazing. Uh, The book of Numbers chapter beginning, uh, chapter 16, beginning with verse 41, Uh, the book of Numbers beginning with chapter 16. And we're going to start with verse 41. Um, If you have it, won't you rest on your feet? Will you stand on your feet today for the word of God? Numbers chapter chapter 16, beginning with verse 31. And these are the words that the Lord has for us. Uh, Numbers chapter 16, verse 41. It says that the next day, all the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron. They said that you have killed all of the Lord's people. Verse 42, uh, the people gathered to complain against Moses and Aaron, but when they turned toward the meeting tent, the cloud covered it. The, The glory of the Lord appeared then Moses and Aaron went to the front of the meeting tent 4044 please uh and then the Lord said to Moses move away from these people for in a minute I'm going to destroy them so Moses and Aaron bowed face down verse 46 then Moses said to Aaron get your pan put fire from the altar and put incense in it hurry to the people and move and remove their sin the Lord is angry with them uh, The sickness has already started. So Aaron did as Moses said, he ran to the middle of the people. The sickness had already started among them. And Aaron offered the incense to remove their sin. Last verse, verse 48. This is it right here. Uh, And Aaron stood between the living and the dead and the sickness stopped there. Uh, Will somebody just say it stops there? It it stops, it stops, it stops there. I want to use as a subject, real quick, I want to hit it and quit it. uh, I want to use as a subject, I'm the one. I'm 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 the one. I wanna I wanna encourage you. I want to remind you on this one Sunday in March that although maybe you have forgotten, Satina, so you need to let some people know that I'm the one. You you gotta get that Deacon Four spirit and let them know, listen, listen, I'm you you really don't want it because I'm I'm the one. Listen, I, I need you to get this because um I don't want you to get this twisted, I don't want you to get this misunderstood. Um this this isn't arrogance here. This 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 really ain't me feeling. Myself, um, I'm. I'm not being cocky. I'm not even being narcissistic. Not, not even a little bit. But I'm. I'm the one. I want to talk today to all of the folks that have been experiencing a lockdown in your life, but but you refuse to let it overtake you. You you refuse to let it overwhelm you. You you refuse to let it overthrow you. Will you shout at whatever that giant is in your life? Will you look at it right now and just say, "I'm I'm the one. I'm 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 the one. I'm I'm the one." I, I don't know where you are, where you have been seated all year long, and I know that it's been looking like 2021 is starting to look a whole lot like 2020. But but the devil is a lie. I I wish I had some bloods in the room that, that was blood washed and wouldn't mind admitting. Listen, baby, I'm 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 the one. I'm I'm the one. Is is there one? Is there one in the room? Cause cause I'm the one. I'm I'm the one God can use. Listen, if if I can't speak for anybody else, listen. I I'm looking for the blessings on blessings. God, God when, you're disp- uh, when you're dispatching those, God, when you're displaying those, God, I'm, I'm, I'm the one. If you're the one that's going to get what you need, um, where everyone else around you may not need what you need, but here's the first thing that you got to get when, when you're the one. Verse, verse 41, Verse forty-one says this. It says that the next day, all of the Israelites had complained against Moses and Aaron. They said, "You, you have killed the Lord's people." This, this is the first thing right here. This is paramount. This, this is pivotal. Pivotal. Uh, in, in this season, as you as you plan to put your faith on the front line, Travis, as you plan to put your faith on the front line, Kawana, you, you need to possess something. You need to possess clarity. Everybody, say clarity. You need you. Need need to possess clarity. Um, and clarity now is the ability to see things clearly uh, without being confused. That's that's what clarity is. Clarity is the ability to see things and not be confused with what it is that, that you're seeing. You you, you got to get this. The people now were complaining about Moses and Aaron. Uh, they were complaining about Moses and Aaron. When we go back to verse 41, uh, they were blaming Moses and Aaron for, for the people that had died. They, they were blaming Claiming Moses and Aaron uh, they were attributing the death of the people uh, to Moses and Aaron they they really were lost they, they got this a little bit confused let let me give you just a little bit of backstory on how they got a little bit confused um, they, they got confused because things got really really bad for them they, things got so bad it was like it was like a pandemic a pandemic that that we're living through they they had become so distracted they had become so disobedient they had become so stubborn that all God was left to do was to destroy some people because because they just weren't getting it. They they weren't getting it. And so when we look at verse 41 where it says the next day, this is the next day after all the chaos had, had rung forth. This was the next day after all hell had broke loose. God God had did this the day before and what he did was he destroyed the leaders because because they were disobedient. He had to destroy some folk because uh they they decided to to do their own thing. Uh, but The people now that are complaining in verse 41 were the people that God spared. So God showed up now uh, to the people of Karah. That, that's, the, that's the story when we read it here in Numbers. Uh, and God decided to, to destroy the king Karah for, for his disobedience and decided to destroy some of his people, but some of the people he let live. Every, everybody didn't die when, when God opened up the ground and swallowed a couple of folk. And that's how we arrive now at verse 41, where it, it now is the next day. And, and the next day, it says in verse 41 that the people, Decided, uh, they started to blame Aaron and Moses for the destruction of the people that had died the day before, simply because they didn't believe that it really was God that had destroyed the people. Are y'all are y'all following me? Ha- had they discerned the day before that it was the hand of Jehovah that was opening the earth and was consuming them, they they wouldn't have attributed uh, a human hand to what it is that God has done. I I need you to get this. Y'all looking real perplexed. Y'all awful quiet. Listen, in, in order to execute with the spirit of excellence in this season, you, you've got to get a clarity of concept. And in, in order to execute with a spirit of excellence, you, you've got to adapt a clarity concept. Listen, in order, in order to be clear, you've got to possess clarity. The The people's issue really wasn't with Aaron and Moses, but they didn't know that. They, they took an issue up with Aaron and Moses when the problem wasn't Aaron and Moses. The, the problem that they needed to take their issue up with was God. That that's the same for you Satina you you got people all in their feelings over stuff that you had very little to do with you you see the glory on my life you you see the anointing on my life you you see the way that God makes for me listen you you mad about stuff I had nothing to do with that that's the same for you that they don't understand why you still standing don't, don't be mad at, uh, at Aaron don't be mad at Moses listen it was nobody but God where, where are the people that can testify listen why haven't you you lost it yet. It, it was nobody but God. They, they thought it was Moses, but I came to tell you today that it, it was God. They, they started complaining about Aaron, but it wasn't Aaron. It, it was God. They, they was hating on Moses, but, but it wasn't Moses. It it was God. Y'all still real quiet in here. I, I just wish I had just a few folk, uh, a few people that weren't confused. And, and in fact, you, got, you are so clear that, that it was nobody and it was nothing but, but God, what where are the people that will testify? I'm alive today because it was nobody, it, it was nobody but God. Listen, Moses, he he thought that the bush was on fire, but baby, it, it was God. You thought it was over, but but it was God. You thought it was mama, but but it was God. You thought you'd never smile again, but but it was God. You thought you'd never come out, but but it was God. How do you think you got this far? How do you think you made it? It was God. For all of the stuff in your life that, that may go wrong, it was God. For all of the stuff that that may go right, it, it was God. For every time it fell apart. I, I wish I had somebody in here to help me preach. For, for every time it fell apart. It was God for, for every time God rescued you. It, it was God for every time it didn't make sense. It was God for every time the bottom fell from beneath you. It, it was God every time He came to rescue you. It it was It was God. He he was there all the time. Somebody, somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to thank God uh, for the fact that it was God. If if it had not been the the songwriter said, "I once was sinking d- deep in sin, but but the Master, listen, listen. It it was nothing but but the Master. That it was the Master that threw you a lifeline. It it was the Master that threw you a life jacket. It, if I was waiting for you, I would still be drowning. But but God." But God, sometimes I wanted to throw in the towel. But God, sometimes I wanted to cuss you out. But God, listen, you, you really, you really ought to thank God that there was a but, a but God. It was nothing, 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 nothing but, but God. When you've got clarity, you're, you're not confused. You know that it was nobody, nobody but God. And just as the people are in a state of confusion, the Bible then says in verse 42, it says this that uh, that the people gathered to complain against Moses and Aaron, uh, but when they turned toward the meeting tent, the the cloud covered it. the The glory of the Lord appeared. Listen, uh, when when they turned toward the meeting tent, uh, God got covered them. The next thing that your faith needs, as it relates to to frontline faith, is you. Not only do you need to possess clarity, but you've got to possess assurance. You've got to possess assurance. Um, verse 42, where the people now have started complaining. In other words, uh, they're, they're complaining. It, it quickly moved to conspiring. They, they were now planning an attack on Moses and Aaron. They they were planning an attack on Moses and Aaron. And this is this is why you need to possess assurance. It's important that you don't miss this. You you don't miss this because just as the people, Deacon for were about to kill Moses and Aaron. Uh, the Bible says that just as they were complaining, that as the people turned toward the meeting tent, in verse 42, the Bible says that just then a cloud had showed up, and and the cloud had saved the life of Aaron and Moses from all the angry people. I, I need you to get this. This this is so good. The, the tent now represents the tabernacle. The tent represents the tabernacle. Can I, can I teach for just a minute? Uh, the tent represents the tabernacle and the tabernacle is where God dwells. The tent Is the tabernacle and the tabernacle is is where God dwells. You you gotta get this because the cloud will always cover the tabernacle. The the cloud will always cover the tabernacle. You you don't know when to shout, and that's okay. Um when story started at verse 41, listen, the the tent had always been there, but but according to verse 42, the cloud just showed up. Y'all, y'all, y'all still, y'all still missed it. They they didn't recognize the tent when they were plotting to kill Aaron and Moses. They they didn't recognize the tent, but they recognized the the cloud. Let let me prove it. Can we we go to Numbers chapter 9, verse 17, beginning with verse 17? It says this, that that when the cloud, when the cloud moved from one place over the tent, the Bible says that the Israelites moved with the cloud. It it was the cloud now that led them from one place to to another. When they went from one place, from one wilderness to another, another place. It was the it was the cloud that led them. For God was the cloud by day and was the fire by night. Numbers chapter uh, 9 verse 17 says that when the cloud stopped over a space, that the people knew that God wanted them to stop in the space whenever they saw the cloud stop. The, the Bible then said that, listen, whenever the cloud would move is when they would pick up their stuff and they would begin to move with the cloud. When Whenever the cloud got to a place and it decided to rest there for a couple of days. The cloud was the indicator for the Israelites that wherever the cloud stopped, they needed to stop. Wherever the cloud moved, they needed to move. Wherever the cloud went, they they needed to follow the cloud. God showed himself in the form of of a cloud. You you, you you gotta get this. They were led by by that same cloud, and that cloud now represents the presence of God. They, They didn't see the tent in verse 41, but by the time, they got ready to conspire. They, they missed the tent, but they saw the cloud. They, they recognized the cloud, and in fact, it, it was the cloud that, that saved Moses and Aaron. It was the cloud, the Bible says, that took over the tent, but uh, the Bible says in verse 43 that Moses and Aaron decided to stand in front of the tent. They they decided to stand in in front of the tent. Where you're standing is so vitally important. Where wherever you wherever you decide to stand, the people had made a decision to try to come for Aaron and Moses. But uh, the Bible says that Aaron and Moses they they stood right in front of the cloud where where the tent was. They they stood right there, right there at it. Moses and Aaron, they were uh, they were close enough to the cloud that uh, God's cloud was able to cover them. They they were close enough to the cloud. The cloud hadn't always been there. All it was was, was the tent, but then God showed up in, in a cloud. Uh, the cloud didn't hide Moses and Aaron from what the people said about them, but but the cloud covered them from what the people wanted to do to them. Y'all, 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 y'all still, y'all still y'all still don't, don't have it. Uh Moses and Aaron, uh, Stacy, they went and stood. In front of the tent That's where their posture was When they heard the people now conspiring to kill them With all the stress, all the pressure That Moses and Aaron must have been feeling Uh, Once the cloud was visible They now were able to relax Because they saw the cloud The the cloud was an illustration of of their refuge Uh, The fact that Moses and Aaron uh, were, Were protected by the covering of a cloud That instead of running They were able to stand right there at, at the tent. If, if you want assurance that God will be with you in some situations, and you've got to get like Moses and Aaron. You, you've got to be close enough to the cloud. So that way when troubles come, you're close enough. That, that way when situations come, listen, there, there's a cloud that's covering you. you you've you got to be close enough to the tabernacle. You, you've you got to be close enough to the tent. You, you've you got to be close enough to the cloud because the cloud is where God dwells. So, so the question is, when we talk about possessing assurance the, the question is are you close enough are you are you close enough to the cloud i I know you can write, but are you close i I know you can sing but are you close i I know you can pray but are you close i I know you can preach but are are you close listen are are you close so those that are close enough are the ones that god is god 's able to help are you close because when you're when you're close you've got you've got assurance that's and that's the funny thing that's the the amazing thing about about assurance because assurance says eh, that whatever the enemy throws my way listen when you possess assurance assurance says it doesn't matter whatever the enemy wants to throw my way i've got a cloud of of protection i'm close enough to the cloud that whatever whatever darts the enemy throws my way listen god god you're shielding me god, god you're covering me god, god you're protecting me that that's why the songwriter said blessed assurance. Jesus is is mine. Oh, what a foretaste. Listen, I, I know the songwriter put it like that, but I, I like how Paul puts it in Romans chapter 8 38 where he says, for I'm convinced that that absolutely nothing will be able to, to separate me from the cloud. No, nothing will be able to separate me from his love. No, nothing will be able to separate me from from his protection. Not, not life. Listen, that'll just make me fight harder. Not, not death. That can't even separate me. Not, not angels in the sky Not demons here on earth Nothing can separate me There's not enough money that can separate me there, There's no mountain high enough there, There's no valley low enough But wherever the cloud is God, that's, that's where I want to be That's wherever the cloud is That's where your glory is where, Wherever the cloud is Is where my assurance is you, Are you looking and are you close enough To, to the cloud? You, you're looking, looking for the cloud. You gotta, you gotta look for the cloud. Listen, good day. Fresh Fire Church, my, my name is Lorraine Hobson, and I'm, I'm here with your meteorologist report for the day. The, the current temperature outside is 55 degrees. You, you won't need an umbrella because it's cloudy with no chance of meatballs. Listen, did you drive in today? There's a cloud that's covering you. There's a cloud that's protecting you. There's a cloud that's shielding you. Thank God for, for the cloud. I've got confidence, because I've got evidence. You you missed the cloud. You missed missed the cloud. The the cloud is looking out for me. And we know this, we know this because uh, just as they saw the cloud, verse 44, just as they saw the cloud, verse 44, the Bible says that, uh, in verse 44, the Bible says that the Lord said to Moses, Move away from these people because uh, in a minute, I'm about to destroy them. Y'all, y'all got it? God tells Moses, um, tell you and your boy, you and Aaron, step back a little bit, Moses. Um I'm I'm about to tear this thing up. And um I I need you I need you to back up. He he said move away from the people for in just a minute I'm I'm about to blow some stuff up. I'm I'm about to set some stuff on fire. Listen. Uh so so Moses and Aaron bowed face down. Uh and and I know it's easy to kind of glaze over this, but uh this is this is really sad. Um, because remember the day before, the Lord had just just had to kill some of the men of Korah. Uh, he they had to kill them, and it's sad because the next day, now the Lord is telling Moses and Aaron to back up. Um, they they still defiant. They they still don't have it. Um, I I got to deal with them, <sighs> y'all. Y'all know anybody like this? Where uh, some people, no matter what you tell them, they, they just have to learn the hard way. Uh, it's, it's, uh, they just, they just have to learn the hard way. Here it is. God has spared them the day before. Uh, and, and, uh, they're, they're still complaining. Uh, some people in life, uh, they, they, all they know how to do is take advantage of grace uh where 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 it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter how kind you are it doesn't matter what you say doesn't matter how nice you try to be some people just don't understand kindness some some people just don't get it you give them an inch and and then they take a mile do you you know anybody like that well listen the only way they they can learn is by the hard way can't can't nobody tell you nothing because you already know everything i i i used to be that way too where you just don't believe that fat meat is greasy. You, you got to try it for yourself. So God, God has enough of these people. And uh, look, what, look what God tells Moses and Aaron in verse 45. He says, listen, I need you to move. I need you to get out the way. My next point is that you've got to be willing to listen whenever God is speaking. Let me tell you something. Only a foolish person will let God speak to them and then not listen. Uh, Acts 11, Paul is telling a story about Peter going to Jerusalem. I I want you to get this. I wish we had this up on the screen. I I want y'all to turn around real quick. Acts 11 verse verse 14. I want to I want to speed read this. Uh why you've got to listen when 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 God is still speaking. Acts 11. Those of you that are streaming right now at home, listen. You you highlight this in your Bible. This is why you've got to listen when when God is still speaking. Acts 11. Uh, beginning with verse 13, it says that he told us about the angels. He saw a standing in the house. The angels said to him, send me some men from Joppa, invite Simon Peter to come. Verse 14. Here it is. Who's speaking? Listen, he. but he will speak to you he will speak to you. He He will speak to you. Does God, does God speak to anybody? He He will speak to you. The things that he will say, they, they will save you and all of your family. I don't know who this is for, but God has been speaking. Listen, and the word he's been speaking is to save you a whole lot of trouble. It, it's to save you a whole lot of heartache. But but then he says in verse 15 that when I began my speech, listen, I wasn't speaking by myself. When When I started speaking, the Holy Spirit fell on me. And in case you missed the memo God was speaking back then but in case you still missed it god God is still speaking the the bible says he's the god of yesterday he he's the god of tomorrow and he's the god of forever listen we can't put a period where where God has put a comma you you think back then was all he had to say concerning you 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 think he had to, all he had to say concerning your life but I need somebody to shout God is still speaking he he's still speaking to you he, he's still speaking to your situation. He, he's still speaking to your health. He, he's still speaking to your pain. He, he's still speaking to your hurt. He, he's still speaking to your mountain. I, I wish somebody knew God is not through speaking, but God, you're still speaking. You're, you're still speaking to my debt. God, you're still speaking to my relationship. God, speak to my love life. Speak to my anxiety. Speak to my future. Speak to my confusion. Speak to my destiny God speak to my boss God you are still God you are still speaking God is still speaking the question is are you listening God is still speaking the question is are you listening he, he's not dead he's yet alive and because he's yet alive he he's still he's still speaking now watch this we we just about done y'all y'all doing all right just as the lord had just finished speaking got to get this just as the lord had just finished speaking to Aaron and Moses Moses begins to speak uh and uh if you still got your bible apps up i want you now to look at who he's speaking to uh a few verses ago The Lord was speaking to Moses, but now verse 46, Moses is the one doing the speaking. And Moses says to Aaron, uh, get your pan uh, and put fire from the altar and incense in the pan. Uh, Hurry to the people and remove their sin because the Lord is angry with them and the sickness has already started. You know, for all of for all of the people that that only learn the hard way. Um, I, I, just believe this, that sometimes God, God has to do some things really, really drastic in order to get our attention. Sometimes God has to do some drastic stuff, uh, in order to, to get our attention. Uh, and so he has now told Aaron and Moses to to back up. Uh, and the Bible says now that the plague has begun. Uh, God has now unleashed his secret blast um, to remind the people that it wasn't Aaron and Moses all along, but, but that it, it was God. Aaron, uh, Moses tells Aaron to, to get a pan and put an incense in the pan. Uh, and this this is important because of what an incense represents in Old Testament scripture. But, but we've got a couple of problems here uh, with this. We, we've got a couple of problems because incense uh, were only to be offered. Incense were only to be used in the temple. Incense were only to be used when you've reached the altar. Uh, but but this here seems to be an extraordinary case. You you ever have your back up against the wall and you need, God, listen, I, God, I need you to break some customs. God, I need you to break traditions. God, you break the law if you have to. But God, I, I got some stuff. God, I need you to make an exception for me this this was an exception no incense was to be anywhere else but except in the temple but the bible says that moses said to aaron get your pan put it from the altar and hurry to the people hurry hurry to the people this this is a problem and we got a couple of problems the first problem uh is is that the incense shouldn't be lit anywhere else in the temple uh the next problem that we have is who's lighting the incense uh it's aaron that's lighting the incense um, the thing about the incense, uh, the incense was used as a symbol of intercession in the church, uh, and so because you were interceding, everybody couldn't intercede. That, that's a little bit like today, right? Listen, everybody can't intercede for me. Everybody can't pray for me. Everybody can't lay hands on me. Listen, I, everybody can't speak in tongue over me. Listen, listen, everybody just can't do it. But but we have a problem now because uh, we've got Aaron now who shouldn't even have uh, an incense out on the field because the incense should only be at the temple. That's the first problem, but the second problem is the person that has the incense. The only people that were supposed to have incense were the high priest. Were the high priest. Luke chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. We got that verse... Luke chapter 1, verse, verse 8 and 9, it says this, uh, that once when uh, Zechariah's division was on duty uh, and he was serving as a priest before God, it, it was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple and burn an incense. Everybody couldn't go and burn the incense. Everybody couldn't do it. Everybody couldn't do it. Uh, and and this, is, this is why the incense was paramount. I want to show you this uh, in Psalm 141. Psalm 141 verse 1. This is what it says. Uh, This is what David said about the incense. Watch this. Lord, I I call to you. Psalm 141 says, come quickly. Listen to me when I call. David said this too. David said, let my prayer be like an incense placed before you. I, I love the message translation where David said, God, come close. Come quickly. Open your ears because it's my voice that you're hearing. Uh, Treat my prayer as a sweet Incense that that's that's rising. So so I need you to get this, and I wish you really would shout right here. now not only is Aaron the wrong person, but Aaron is also in the wrong place. I, y'all, y'all really don't know when to shout. But can we go ahead to verse forty-seven? Not only is he the wrong person, not only is he in the wrong place, but verse forty-seven says this: even though he's the wrong person, even though he's in the wrong place, forty-seven says Aaron did. Just as Moses said. Aaron did just as Moses said, even though it wasn't the right time, even though he wasn't the right person. He did just as Moses said. The Bible says that he ran to the middle of all the people the the sickness had already started among them and so Aaron offered an incense to to remove their sickness Aaron Aaron offered an incense to to remove their sickness now remember now that the incense re, uh, represents uh, it's symbolic of interceding it is symbolic for standing in the gap it is symbolic of standing in the need of somebody uh, and so i want you to get this now when you when you're raising up an incense when you talk about being on the front line, um, Aaron at this point was over 100 years old, and in fact, Aaron was older than Moses by four years. And here it is now that Moses uh, commands Aaron to be the one to to go out in the middle of it. I I want to close with this: that whatever God is doing in your life, I want you've got to be willing to get in front of it. You've got to be willing to get in front of it. Verse verse 48 says this: It says that not only did did he get in front of it, but but he stood between the living and the dead. He, he did it with an incense and once he began to lift up his incense, once he began to lift up his sound, once he began to lift up his his fragrance listen, God God began to respond and the sickness stopped there, when you you read verse 48 that, that's where the sickness stops, sometimes the, the only way to end what you're going through is to get right in the middle of it I, I don't know where you've been, I don't know what you've been dealing with, you've been running from it, you haven't addressed it, you, you've you been afraid afraid to look that thing in the eye where are the people that will get in the middle of it God, God cannot use you on the sidelines God, God can't speak to you in the outfield but get in the middle of it what, what are you waiting for what are you willing to fight for what, what are you willing to get in the middle of we, we're cool standing in the distance we We don't mind watching from afar but, but God needs some folk that's willing to get Get in the middle of it get, get in the middle of it the thing about this is the thing about this is what what saved Aaron's life? What what saved his life? He he's the wrong person, but he's he's got. He's got an incense. He, he's in the wrong place, but, but he's got, he's got an incense. The, the thing that messed me up is when God, is that when Aaron, uh, goes out into the field, Byron, he, he didn't go empty handed. Listen, when, when he goes out to intercede, when he goes out to stand in the middle, he, he doesn't get in the thick of it empty handed. But what he has with him in the middle of a battle, all he has is an incense. Well, where are the people where all you have is a smell? Huh? All you got is a sound, oh, God. All I have is a prayer. All I have is a wave, God. All I have is a shout. So sometimes, God, all I have is a tear. But listen, frontline faith says that. Listen, God, I'm taking my incense, and I might be the wrong person, and I might be in the wrong place, but I've got the right thing with me. Whatever your frontline faith is, baby, you got to know that I'm the one. I, I'm the one. I'm the one because I'm not going by myself, but, but I've got an incense with me. I, I've got something with me, and when you've got it with you, you, you can rise in authority. You, you can rise in power. Don't you know you're, you're the salt of the earth? Do, do something. Listen, change some stuff. Why? Well, because you, you've got you've to gotta, you've gotta get in the middle of it. And so in this season of frontline faith, I believe that this is the season... Of first responders. First responders, they soon as they get the call, Deacon Ford, they uh they rise to the occasion. Soon as soon as the firehouse gets the call, they they slotting down the rail. This is the season of spiritual first responders. That God, I'm gonna rise to the call of duty. Uh, might look like i'm unqualified to people and outside of my season and and may not have the credentials but but where are the people that believe listen this is my time i'm 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 about to get in the thick of it i'm i'm going to live and not die this will not get the best of me this will not consume me this will not wipe me out this will not take me over but listen i'm i'm gonna get in the middle i'm gonna get in the middle i'm i'm gonna get in the middle and the thing is the thing is out of out of all the chaos that was going on out of all of the people that complained uh there there was only one that moved out of out of Moses and Aaron there was only one that believed uh Aaron went Went with the fire of God. I'm, I, I started to think. Listen, why didn't Moses go? Moses is the one that told Aaron to go. Moses was actually older than Aaron. But here it is. Moses is is making some excuses. That's all Moses ever did. Most of his life was make excuses. This this is the same Moses where God had called him to lead the people out of the land of Egypt. And instead of Moses being obedient, he he did he made excuses. God God, I'm you know I'm a little bit slow with speech. You know I've got this stuttering problem. I I can't do this. I can't do that. That. And finally, finally, after excuse, after excuse, Moses finally says, God, I'm just, I'm too old. So finally, God says, listen, I, I need you to go, but I'm going to send someone with you. Listen, and so he he sends Aaron with him. Aaron, Aaron didn't have much. In fact, Aaron was older than Moses, but but he runs into the fire. Where, where are the folk that's willing to run into the fire? Listen, I'm I'm the one that's going to run to it. Huh? God, I'm not going to back down from it. The devil is a liar. God, I'm going to run to it. I, I'm going to run with urgency. I'm, I'm going to run with conviction. Why? Why? Because I'm the one. Gre- greater is he that's in me than, than he that's, that's in the world. Aaron Aaron didn't have much, but what he had was the fire. Aaron didn't have much, but what he had was the incense. Aaron didn't have much, but what he had was, was the presence. Where, where are the folk that will continue to run? God, I'm going to run into it without excuses. God, I'm going to run into it with without no covering, with, with no shield, with, with no shelter. Why? Because God, I'm the one. I've got, I've got my incense. I've got, I've, got, I've got just what I need. It's, it's not because you're strong that you'll make it. It's not because you're mighty that you'll make it. it it's because his grace is with you. You've got his strength. You've, you've got his incense. How am I going to overcome? I'm going to overcome because God is my strength. Aaron gets out to the field with his ill-equipped, out of time, unqualified self, stands in the middle of the place that God has just declared to destroy. God just told Aaron and Moses, what did he say? Back up, move out the way. I need you to, I need you to back up a little bit. I'm about to set this thing on fire. God, but then Aaron says, God, I need you to hold up. I've got something in my hand that looks like you. I've got something in my hand that you'll respond to. I've got something in my heart that will put you on pause. We are the people that Father God, whatever I've got, I'm giving it to you. I need to get your attention. I I need you to stop some stuff. I, I need you to release some stuff. God, I'm the, I'm the one. Aaron runs to the middle of it and the bible said that the plague stopped get yourself off the sidelines get in it you you want to see some stuff be turned around get Get in the thick of it. You, you want to see God do some stuff in your life? Listen, don't, don't wait for the opportunity to come knocking. Listen, get, get in it. Get in it. Because when you get in it, you don't get in it alone. When, when you get in it, you've got his strength. How, how are you coming out? You've got his strength. Listen, you, you can't go with feelings. You can't go with emotions, but you've got to go with, with the strength, the, the strength of God. Strength like no other that reaches God. It reaches. It reaches, it it reaches. Listen, that same strength, that same power that reaches and speaks to us today. We thank God that God has given us ability to receive the reach. And we receive that reach through Jesus. We receive that reach through through his blood. We receive that reach through his power and protection. Listen, as we open up the doors of the church now, will you will you prepare your heart, God, just to, to, to receive the reach, whatever you've got in your hand? Listen, we, we want to receive and prepare our hearts for communion now. That, Father, I am the one. John 3.16 says that for God so loved the world, that he gave. That he gave. Who'd he give it for? God, you gave it for me. I I'm I'm the one you sent your son for. I'm I'm the one that you came and suffered for. I'm God, I'm the one that you came and died for. God, I'm the one that you're you're coming back to get. God, I'm the one you're looking out for. I'm I'm the one you're looking after. God, I'm I'm the one. As we move our faith from the sidelines to the forefront. That, Father, you be our strength, strength like none other. Hallelujah. Those of you that are